Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Joey. How are you? Oh, I'm just getting over being sick, so if I sound a little raspy, that would be why. Oh, no. Burp, yeah, burp. life goes on. Wah, wah. <laughs> but it's better than the uh, better than the alternative. <laughs> What's the alternative? Oh, being dead. Yes, life not going on. Yes. yes, every day above ground, isn't that what they say? <laughs> yes, every day above ground is a good one. Exactly. Yeah. So we're talking some spirit chirpa stuff again today. Mm-hmm. And um, we're talking about something that you have deemed a cautionary tale. Yeah, I put off putting this one out. <laughs> you you really did <laughs> many many times. This has been on the uh, on the pipeline for quite some time, and you kept saying, "No, let's push that one off. Let's push that one off." And yeah. uh, so we're going to be much talk- to the chagrin of the person doing our show notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about elves today, but why is that a cautionary tale? I mean, everybody well, loves so elves. Well, so here's the thing about elves. Everybody thinks that because they've seen the Lord of the Rings, they understand elves. And, oh, so not, okay? (laughs) It's just so not. The tendency when you get started in this work is to run in and interact with every cool magical creature and being you can find. And that, my friends, is folly. Oh. That is really not a good idea because these magical creatures and beings have been around much longer than you have, And they've had much longer to figure out how to take advantage of you before you have a chance to take advantage of them. And therefore, cautionary tale. (laughs) So So is that true just of elves or? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
so you know it's it's true of aliens it's true of elves it's true of fairies not that they have bad intent towards you but they have very different worldviews and their worldviews depending upon which creatures you're talking about are um dangerous oh imagine this so i used to be the wind Okay. I remember a lifetime as the wind and the wind remembers me. Okay. When it's windy, I can hear the wind talking to me going, come play, come play, come play, come play. <laughs> and I go, no, <laughs> I think, oh, but, but come play. It's so much fun. Come play. Let's fly. Let's play. And I go, no, <laughs> because the wind is capricious okay. and I know it's capricious because I used to be it. <laughs> and if I let the wind pick me up and play with me, it could drop me from a thousand feet <laughs> and not think twice about it and go, oh, bye, see you later. Because <laughs> <laughs> the wind is done. <laughs> because the wind is done and the wind doesn't register that gravity on physicality matters. Right. It's not that they are the spirits of the wind. It's, it's, how, I, it's how I experience them. It's not that they are mean or ill thinking of you. It's just that they're a little ADD. Okay. And, you know, they don't get it. You know, it's the same thing I talk about to my channeling students. If you're going to channel, then you better know who you're channeling and don't ever be an unconscious channel. Because if you're an unconscious channel, then what happens is you end up with someone taking over the entirety of your body without you being conscious at all. And you don't know if they've ever been embodied before. Oh. So they don't know anything about needing to eat or sleep. Or go to the bathroom and they could run your body for hours or days oh yeah okay and you would never notice until you came back and they wouldn't notice at all because they're just being in their entity form oh. and they're not registering your physicality except to move your mouth all right this is making everything seem really scary but we're talking specifically about elves what is yeah. it about the elves that we should be concerned about okay so the first thing you have to know about elves is that they are immortal okay and so they have very different view of life because they are looking at it from a very long lens and so they are also extraordinarily literal okay they cannot understand turns of phrase. They understand them, but they don't care. Right. What you say is what is true. They understand that we have turns of phrase. But like, if you have a phrase that says, Ugh, kill me now, they will. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Your turns of phrase are not turns of phrase. I can think of a couple that would not end up very well. No. <laughs> No, I I have a few that yeah. I say that I don't say with the elves. Yeah. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So they are incredibly literal. And because of that, they're also very super structured. Oh. So a contract with an elf is like a thousand pages. Wow. Yeah. A, a contract you could do with a human in like three pages would be a thousand pages in elf world. Okay. Wow. Because they are very clear about exactly what everything is. Despite their literality, there's a lot of subtext in what they, they do. And they may actually work a deal where the language of it is just open enough that you've traded away your third descendant vice removed to them. It could happen. Okay. This is why I'm saying do not mess with the elves unless you know what the hell you're doing because it is one of those things. The elves are the judges of the world too. Oh. So if you were to ask for an adjudication, then the elves would give adjudication, but they would take payment for adjudicating. That so be careful what you appropriate. ask for. Right? <laughs> so, this is what I'm saying. They're providing a service, therefore they want a payment. When you're doing magic your intention is what matters mm -hmm. when you're talking with 
elves or fairies or entities in the spiritual world, your words are what matter. Okay. They are not going to read your intent. They are going to listen to the distinctness of your words. I see. Which means you need to learn to understand what it means to set an intention in that fashion. So all of the stuff that we've been talking about to this point, which is it doesn't matter what you say or what you do. It's your intention that drives the magic that you create. Uh, that is not true when it comes to other other creatures. Correct. <laughs> that is so, very good to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't do a lot of work with the elves specifically because that is the situation. That is the deal. They tend to be very literal. They tend to be very locked in. There is no renegotiating after you start unless you pay a very hefty price. Hmm. And it's you, the price you pay is usually not worth changing the contract. Okay. This is why I'm saying, and mostly this episode, most of my episodes are about how to do something, right? right. This episode is don't fucking do this, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what this episode is. And, and I'm giving you reasons why, because I know you, my peeps, love to do everything experimental and you love to talk to everybody that you can talk to and you love to make it just awesome and new <laughs> and bright and shiny every time. And I love you dearly for that. And don't. don't, not this time. Not with the elves. Not with the elves, not until you know what you are doing. And even then, only with great, great care. I have been steeped in this for 43 years and I can speak to the elves, but I have never done a deal with the elves. And that should tell you something. Really? Because it ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I can do it some other way, what? find another path. So let's talk some basics here. Let's talk physical form. Do elves have a physical form? And is it anything like what we see running around with Santa Claus in the North Pole? No, it's Rivendell. Oh, really? Rivendell got it right. Okay. Yeah. Tall, lithe, thin, blonde, pointy ears. Mm -hmm. They do have a physical form. And there are people on the planet who are part elf. Oh, because really? before they transitioned into the spiritual side of the middle world, they were physically here on the planet with us, along with the dwarves and the trolls and all the other stuff. But they did transition into the spirit realm. So that's where you see them now. But there are people on the planet who have elf blood. And so you see those people and you can see them. They're, they're very tall. They're very thin. They're very lithe. Some people say that the elves are aliens from another planet who came and populated this planet and were just another species. And they left and that they're now off planet. I don't think it really matters. Right. I will say that when I talk to them, I talk to them differently than I do if I talk to other aliens that are out there. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> so, you know, who knows? I don't know how they're talking to me. Uh, any technology sufficiently advanced is magic. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> A. Arthur C. Clarke. We love him. So the elves do look the way that they look in Rivendell. Okay. And they are beautiful, stunningly gorgeous. Okay. And um, dangerous as crap. <laughs> <laughs> They're... Not that they have ill intent. Again, okay. they don't that, have ill intent. That's exactly it's what not, I was going to ask. It's not about ill intent. Very few of these creatures have ill intent. It is just that their worldview is sufficiently different mm -hmm. that it can do damage to the unprepared. 
they're not malicious. However, they are aware of what they desire and they're not opposed they to. They don't have morals. Yeah, that's the key then there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. elves don't have morals. Okay. They have rules, but they don't have morals. Wow, this has completely rocked my world. <laughs> All right, what else can we learn about elves? I mean, we've talked about their literalness. We've talked about the fact that, you know, Tolkien got it right in terms of their physical aspect. What else is there to know about them? There's got to be some sort of good in them. Oh, there's all kinds of good in them, but it, it's... The reason I stopped is because the question you asked is very steeped in beginner spirituality, which is the idea that there's good and evil. Mm-hmm and that things are either good or evil mm -hmm. and the fact is that we all have good and evil within us and that good and evil are moral constructs to begin with mm -hmm. at a certain level of evolution you're really dealing with experience right. not judgment good and evil are judgments right mm -hmm. and so you know the elves have parts to themselves that you might deem good or evil depending upon how you look at them. But good and evil are perspective-based, mm -hmm. right? True. Because from one side of the coin, it's one way, and from the other side of the coin, it's the other way. Hitler and his followers believed that they were doing good. Absolutely, they had belief in that. And they believed that they were doing something to recover their country. And, mm -hmm. you know, the perspective is everything. Yeah, it, It's that whole... Um, uh, there's a quote I love from Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which is Quark saying, no one thinks of themselves as nefarious, <laughs> right? And it's, it's true. true. Yeah. It's true. So, you know, good and evil are, are constructs that are based, they're perception-based that are judgments. Mm -hmm. And so to say what's the good in elves is kind of a weird thing to say because they don't really live on that level, Okay. right? They don't have morals, therefore they don't make moral judgments. And so it's out of context from their perspective, okay. from their consciousness. You know, do they do things that support humankind from time to time? Sure, because it's in their best interest to do so, but not because they intend to help humankind for the altruistic purpose okay. of helping humankind altruism is again a moral thing mm -hmm. they're very practical they are aware of their own experience and they want to optimize their own experience just like anyone else and you know does that mean that they'll partner with people and do things occasionally sure is there a price to be paid well it depends on if they think they can get one <laughs> if they think they can get one there will be a price to be paid yes so that makes sense and I completely get what you're saying about the good and evil. I suppose that is that is a component of intent as well, um, to an extent, at least in terms of how people use that word. But the reality is it's all about perspective. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's sort of key as well. Yeah. And I'm sure we just triggered the crap out of some people using Hitler as an example. But, you know, I apologize if you are triggered and it doesn't change what I said. All right. So we've talked now about elves, but, you know, let's let's take a quick second here and change gears a little bit because you've been doing a webinar recently um, yeah that's going pretty well i think that's something we should share with people yeah i'd love to um you know we've been talking over the course of this podcast about how to evolve yourself and mm -hmm. that you know if you want to be good at magic or if you want to be happy as a person or if you want to be solid and strong as an individual and you know claim your space and set your boundaries and own your power and all that great happy hoo-ha right yeah that you know you need to grow yourself as a person that that's about really solidifying your internal container and deal with dealing with that so rather than really 
going in depth into it on this podcast because this podcast is really a lot more about we talk about the personal growth element as a function of the magic right? right and so rather than going into that i did a webinar and you guys can check out the webinar if that's something that's of interest to you oh. and the webinar is five simple steps to finally break free from your challenged childhood and if you are listening to this and you are, have been enjoying what I've been saying. You probably had a challenged childhood somewhere <laughs> along the way. And so this webinar is specifically focused on exactly that path and the five steps that I use to get people through it. If you are interested in that, I have set up a special bit.ly link to make it easier for you to find it. Oh, cool. And so it's, uh, it'll be in the show notes too. So don't panic if you're driving, <laughs> <laughs> but the bit.ly link is bit.ly forward slash. And then the rest of this is all in capital letters, spirit Sherpa. Oh, okay. Boom. Super simple, yeah. right? So bit.ly forward slash spirit Sherpa, all in caps. I tried to make it all lowercase, but somebody else had taken that. So <laughs> don't do it all in lowercase. If you're confused, if you did it in lowercase and you got somewhere else, that's because that's somebody why. else had already taken that link. And I don't know where it takes you. So, you know, <laughs> you go at your own risk, your enter own at risk, your own exactly. peril, right? <laughs> you know, really, ultimately, what I'm trying to do with this podcast is to provide a framework and a jumping off point for you in your spiritual journey. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really about being able to take into account all of the pieces and parts of things that you want to look at and decide which path is right for you. Okay. And so whether it's talking about fairies or elves, uh, all that other stuff, or if it's crystals and you know, whatever else, the energy healing, whatever your path is, my goal is to give you the sufficient foundation for you to understand what you need to do in order to follow that path safely mm -hmm. and effectively. Okay. Because honestly, there's so much stuff out there right now that I'm, the personal growth industry has become a $9.6 billion industry. Wow. And as a result, there are all these Yahoo marketers hopping into the industry and saying, I'm a guru, I'm a guru. And they're like repackaging Pablum from 50 years ago and saying, look at me, I'm awesome. And because you know, you're brand new, it looks new to you. You think, oh great, this is somebody who knows what they're doing, but they don't. They're just packaging crap that they picked up somewhere that was out of copyright right. and repackaging it to make money. They, they haven't practiced it. They haven't walked their talk. They have no idea how to answer your questions because they're, they're feeding you the white light and bunny, positive thinking, you know, everything is good. If you only think about good things, only good things will happen to you. Line of crap. Yeah. And that is a line of crap. So, you know, I wanted you to have some place where someone who has been around and has been doing this a long time who has walked down the paths enough to be able to see all the different points, even if I haven't done in depth any given path, because there's only so much time in a day, mm -hmm. can't do them all. I can give you the foundation that you need in order to get where you want to go. And, and I just want people to have a safe jumping off point because there's so much unsafe space out there right now and so much more unsafe space than when I started. Right. 
And so I'm just trying to provide that sort of framework. Yep. So, and this is just one more of those. So bit.ly forward slash spiritchirpa in all caps. Yes. Is the link to the webinar. And what's the name? Five steps? Five simple steps to finally break free from your challenge childhood. Yeah. Okay, cool. And people can go there and get that and it's just available. It's free. Yeah. yeah. That's it's fantastic. Free. So, you know, you sign up and, and it runs it runs every hour on the hour uh, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So anytime you want to watch it, it's entirely yours to, to look at. Oh, excellent. All right, folks. That's pretty fantastic. So there you go. Uh, bit.ly forward slash spiritchirpa in all caps. Spiritchirpa in all caps. All right. Well, I think we've we've hit on a lot of stuff today as usual. Uh, yeah. Is there anything the, else you want to wrap with? Yeah, there's one one other thing, which is that we're, um, now that I've moved, yes. we are no longer power recording these <laughs> podcasts. Right. We are doing three or four at a shot. And so if you have questions, right. we can now take them because I am now solid in Virginia and not going anywhere anytime soon other than, you know, whatever I have planned. But we're we're recording three or four at a shot, which means that if you send in a request, your your answer will come three or four episodes down the path. Yeah, we're doing about a month at a time and yeah. yeah. So, you know, feel free to send in your questions. You can send them to Kelly at kellysparta.com. Again, remember my mother was phonetically stupid. It's K-E-L-L-E. K-E-L-L-E, no Y, no I, no E-Y, no whatever, just E, K-E-L-L-E. <laughs> yes, it's phonetically wrong. I understand. <laughs> Kelly at kellysparta.com. And feel free to send in your questions. And if you have an idea for an episode, please send me your idea for an episode because I've thus far come up with like 32 ideas for episodes and I'm running dry. So <laughs> um, help me out and tell me what you want to know about next. I'm, I'm sure I'll come up with some too, but you know, it's easier if I get some help from you guys. Well, I think right? that's a great point because you know, the listeners are the ones who are not just consuming this content, but it's literally made for them. And they're the ones who are going to know what they're curious about or interested in yeah. and folks. You are, you are the reason that Kelly does this. So let us know. What do you want to hear about? All right. So that's all we have. Thank you all for joining us and be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds yet another chapter to your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Each mile I travel over 13,000 miles, I leave behind a little fear. Spirit Sherpa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since 
you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.